Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Teenage Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew, and I'm here with Brendan and Joseph. Guys, it's been a little while, so how are you guys doing today? I am doing just lovely. I am, out of the three of us, the one that has not moved away still, I am still hunkered down in my room. Uh, feeling very special. Wonderful. Yeah, seminary's fun. Yeah. I like the seminary. Brendan is a full-blown seminarian now. What is that like, yes. Brendan? Uh, well, you're locked away behind closed doors, just focused on prayer and uh, living a monastic life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, seminary life is so much fun. Uh, my brother seminarians are very good. Um, that's actually very weird to say now. My that, brother that seminarian. You're a seminarian, yeah. Are you yeah, a priest yeah. yet? Uh, give me a couple years. Oh, boo. Okay. Faster. Boo, come yeah. on. <laughs> I thought there was an accelerated program for this. Okay, but if it, if there was an accelerated program, we all know that Brendan wouldn't be in it. <laughs> no, yeah, no. No, I, I'm slow. But we, we got to pastoral Spanish, so. Oh, Spanish, <laughs> not Latin? Not Latin. No, that's next year. Oh, that's funny. All right. Because we're in a different program, so. so speaking of seminary. Um, we know that uh, he's going to receive holy orders one day. Um, and you know what holy orders is? A virtue. Bro, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sacrament. <laughs> so today we'll be talking about the seven sacraments. Similar to how we did the four pillars of this podcast, we're just going to give a general overview of the seven sacraments today in this episode. And then in the coming episodes, we'll dive deeper into specific sacraments and the groups of sacraments. So in this episode, we'll be discussing what a sacrament is and going through brief, a brief description of each sacrament. Again, we'll be going more in-depth with sacraments later. Uh, we'll cover specific sacraments or we'll cover groups of sacraments based on however we decide to do it. So we'll see how that goes later. Um, but we're going to start this episode the way that we love to start all of our episodes with the obvious question. So what is a sacrament? A sacrament is an efficacious sign instituted by Christ and entrusted to the church, by which divine life is dispensed to us. So, in a fifth grade definition, a sacrament is an outward sign instituted by Christ to give grace to the church and her members. That's going to be the definition you find in all of your, like, coloring book religion textbooks kind of thing. Um, but let's break that down. So, what does it mean to be an efficacious sign? What does it mean to be instituted by Christ? And what does it mean to be entrusted to the church? Uh, so the root of the word efficacious is the effect so a sacrament has an effect on us a sacrament is instituted set in motion if you will by Christ himself um, and we can find that all in scripture for example the sacrament of holy eucharist can be found in holy orders as well actually can be found in the last supper um, all throughout the gospels um, and we'll talk about that in the different episodes of course and Christ entrusted the church the sacraments and the effects of each sacrament um, so yeah Jesus is cool with that I love Jesus I love Jesus me yeah. too that's, wow. crazy. that's crazy wow guys we should start a podcast it's and like, talk about how much we like Jesus well, we could Whoa. and let's market it towards teenagers and call it like Stonks. the I love Jesus <laughs> teen teenage podcast or, yes. you know, the Catholic Teenage Podcast, but that's... No, that's a stupid idea. Who would do that? Yeah, it's a stupid... Yeah, right. You'll make I, I no money just... doing that. 
<laughs> Joe is just here for the money, and we don't make any of it, so I don't know why he's here. No. All the, all the money goes, or all of our profits. We're actually paying Joe, for Brendan's so. seminary tuition. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah, you didn't know, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, guess what? I don't have to pay anything this year. Okay. I get it. Seminarians. Just go to seminary. They're so full of themselves. <laughs> you need to be humble. Learn that in the seminary. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll learn it eventually. Um, as well, uh, the sacraments uh, give us part of the divine life. Well, what is divine life? It's heaven. Just heaven. Nothing else. It's purely heaven. That was a joke. Hopefully you're all laughing. Uh, it's <laughs> there we go. It's us knowing that God exists in our lives and seeing that the divine takes action uh, in our own lives. So Jesus being available in the Eucharist, the priest forgiving our sins in confession, the bonding of man and wife in matrimony, that's all through the grace of our Lord and the Eucharist, not the Eucharist, the sacraments. Ooh. Uh, the sacraments give us that experience of divine life. So, um, it's things that we as humans can't do ourselves, and we uh, see that God is doing all that in our own lives. And it's through the sacraments where we can get a taste of heaven. Um, and each sacrament has a special characteristic that shows us how to achieve heaven. So that is basically what a sacrament is, an efficacious outward sign of God's love given to us by Christ who entrusted the care of the sacraments to Mother Church where heaven is dispensed to us. Yeah, and that's that's um, a little more of a, of a kind of fifth grade definition. Um, but then again, we're not trying to get into like super deep theology here. Um, Brendan, do you know where in the catechism it talks about the sacraments? Mm, I, I think you like, have it written down in here somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, somewhere. Unfortunately, I left my, I left my catechism at the seminary. Uh, so it looks it really like doesn't help. Uh, I, I would say it would be like somewhere in the middle. Uh, we're looking. Wow, thank you. Because we can yeah, no somewhere, problem. somewhere, um, somewhere in there. While we're looking up this about the sacraments, I. I'm going to pose a question, as I love to do. Question God time, created us and loves us, and he already loves us. We should already love God. Why do we need the sacraments? We're already God's children, whether um, despite being humans, he created us. Why are the sacraments necessary? Why do we need all of them? Well, I mean, you can't have all of them, but all of them applicable to you. Yeah, it's very right. hard to have yeah. all of them, but you can't not have all of them. Uh, well, I mean, like a deacon actually, like so a deacon. deacon. Yeah, you can be yeah, married. Yeah, deacons. And be a deacon. They can, they can um, receive all the. Which is it's super nuanced, but like yeah, but that's that sounds like a thing for another time to discuss. We'll talk um, about that during, when we talk about the um, sacraments of service. Holy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, real quick, hold on, it's. Uh, the seven sacraments starts at chapter twelve ten in the catechism. So it's literally right, called yeah. the seven sacraments of the church. So start there and you will find all of your sacrament stuff. Yes. Uh, but to answer your question, Joe, the sacrament helps us to become holy and to build up the body of the church, right? 
So, yeah, you're absolutely right. We have God. You know, God loves us. But with the sacraments, as I said, it shows us what heaven is like, right? So, for example, which sacrament do I want to... The Eucharist. The Eucharist, exactly. So the Eucharist, as we believe as Catholics, is the body and blood of our Lord, right? Yes. And in heaven, thank you, uh, in heaven... There's the, the, the feast, right? If I'm getting my scripture correct or yeah. whatever. That, so there's that, that feast where – how do I explain this? So, the, so, so there's that feast where we will celebrate the lamb sacrifice. Who's the lamb? Jesus. So the sacrament of the Eucharist, for example, prepares us for what is to come in heaven basically i actually kind of like the understanding of heaven as just a continual worship of the eucharist Mm -hmm. um i kind of like that understanding of it um joe to to further on on brendan's point which i guess this isn't really answering your question it's answering a question that you asked um but the sacraments exist i mean we did actually cover it right here in this definition um we do it because first of all jesus told us to and that's important everything that we do in the church is because jesus told us to or we derived from things that jesus told us to um and then the other thing is that yeah as brendan said it brings us it brings us closer to god we i mean the eucharist allows us to literally receive jesus for him to be you know for for us to consume him um and so and that's like the perfect example you know the source and summit of our christian faith is the eucharist for us to be in union with with christ Um, but all of the other sacraments do something very important and the biblical backing for all of them explains why we need them so we need the eucharist because it's jesus that's how that's how we receive jesus we need um confession because that's how our sins are forgiven right we can't just we can't just go straight to God and I mean in confession we do go straight to God through a priest right but um, unlike our uh, unlike Protestants who are just kind of like oh if I pray hard enough maybe my sins will go away which is a, a bit of a hyperbole um, but still we, we need to actually go to that priest to have our sins forgiven because the Bible tells us to uh, marriage has to happen the way it does because Jesus tells us to. So a lot of it is because Jesus tells us to, and the other one is because you know, tradition requires it, uh, or because it's what brings us closer to God. Um, so yeah, Brendan, Brendan focused on the unity with Christ there, and heaven ultimately is our goal. And um, yeah, so the sacraments just help us help us unite ourselves more with God and and bring us to to holiness that will allow us to one day get to heaven that that we so desire right that makes sense of course it does i said no i'm kidding i'm sorry (laughs) i was obnoxious but i was waiting for joe to say that um and this is an important part here it's funny because the next thing that we have in our bullet point list is that a sacrament according to the catechism touches all of the stages and all of the important moments in the christian life so again it makes us holy throughout our entire life it's not like sacraments are for sacraments are for catholics 
but it's not like sacraments are for specific people, right? I mean, literally anybody can be baptized, even just by like licking your thumb and saying, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's an extraordinary circumstance. Please don't go around just doing that to people. <laughs> just like walking up to your neighbors, ringing their doorbell, and then like when they open the door, just licking your thumb and baptizing them. Um, which you can't. Like. <laughs> Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses. <laughs> have, you heard, have you heard of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> Um, you Um, can actually baptize somebody that way, but it is an extraordinary circumstance. Um, but yeah, so like birth and, um, just the increase in the faith as you're growing up, you receive the sacraments of initiation until you're fully initiated until you become that full member of the church. And I know people who have been fully initiated at age 20. There've been people who have been fully initiated at age 70. So it doesn't matter where you are in life. You can receive the sacraments of initiation. Uh, and then you have healing, which, uh, there are two sacraments of healing. There's penance and there's anointing of the sick. And anointing of the sick normally happens for older people because anointing of the sick happens whenever, you know, you're in, you're in a dire circumstance where you need a priest to come in and bless you. Um, so that's more for older people. It can, it can happen with younger people too, right? I mean, if, if a baby is born prematurely, a priest will come in and, and baptize, do anointing of the sick kind of thing uh, with a baby. Um, but... The thing with penance is that anybody at any time, Brendan, there's something oh. wrong with your microphone. What? what? <laughs> no, dude, your gain turned like all the way up somehow. What did you do? I don't do anything. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> is there a ghost in here? Let's turn it down even more. I have no idea what. It, no, you're good, but like you just started blasting us out of the water. <laughs> uh, you're still clipping. Yeah, I. No, I you're know. fine from there. You're fine from there. All right, it's really funny. Um, so penance. Anybody can receive it at any time, right? If if you've sinned on your soul, just go to penance. Anybody can receive it, no matter how old. No matter. I mean, if you're too young, you can't receive penance because there's a certain point where you don't know what sin is. Um, but again, like most everyone in the church can receive penance and then holy orders and matrimony. People can get married at 75. People can receive holy orders at 75. People can get married. Um, I think right now canon law says that women have to be 14 and men have to be 16 to get married. So if you're above those ages, then you can get married in the church and then obviously (laughs) holy orders. There's like a whole process you have to go through. Yeah. Very Um, long process. Brendan is broken today, um, so we're just going I'm tired. Sorry. Yeah, I'm very sleep deprived, but that's that's another subject. That's the next episode. I'll talk about how much hours. You know, how many hours of sleep sheet you get? Um, no. Um, but as Matthew said, like, each one of these sacraments have something to do with key moments um, in our lives. So some of the sacraments can only be received once, like baptism, confirmation. There's a whole nuance. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit probably in future episodes um uh the reason for this is because each of the sacraments leave what is called an indelible mark indelible which is an unseen marking that is permanent yeah so at baptism we receive this marking that makes us sons and daughters of god and at confirmation this mark is fulfilled and we are made members of the roman catholic church the church has one holy catholic and apostolic and because this indelible mark is permanent which is given to us by god nothing can get rid of it so those deep baptism events 
that are around the block really don't do anything. So womp womp pagans. That's actually really interesting because um, just thinking about it, I would assume that uh, like like with sin, there has to be intent. Right. So I yeah. would have thought that with intent to not be with the church, that would um, not necessarily unbaptize you, but remove you from um well I, you know, like I said baptism we received this mark and this mark is permanent so nothing can get rid of it so and you with baptism it's a universal sacrament with all the, the entire Christian faith so like once we're baptized we are made sons and daughters it's they really don't touch on this in seminary because we haven't done anything yet. In your first week of seminary? No, I, I thought they would, but... Um, bro, we're still here. Okay, Matthew. Yeah, my, my internet just broke. I have no idea what just happened, but like I was done my last spiel, and then everything just yeah, broke. Just... Yeah. So what's up? Yeah, what, did I, what did I miss? Well, uh, we I... talked about... Indelible marks. Ah, yes. The marks yes, that the are indelible put marks, once on our soul. So, yes, the womp permanent... Womp pagans. Womp womp pagans. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, you can't get unbaptized. Right. Once you're baptized, you're baptized. Same thing. Once you're confirmed into the, to the church, you're marked as a member of the Roman Catholic Church. Regardless, if you leave the church, or whatever, there's still that marking, and it's not like God puts like a or the bishop at your confirmation puts like a big cross on your forehead when he's um, confirming the confirming you. Um, but imagine the bishop just like tattooed a cross on your head <laughs> to show that you're a priest. I mean, that'd be yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> That would be cool. I think we should. You just I might, walk. I, I, might do that. I mean, it's not like they walk around wearing clerics so that you know they're a priest or something. No, what? not at no, all. No, no. So I guess no. also, um, priests cannot unbecome priests. So that's very yeah, that's very nuanced. Um, yes. and we'll talk really? about their yeah. So there's there's a process called lay. Is it laitization? Laitization is that how it's pronounced? So you can be laicized so, yeah. as a priest. I don't think so the, the indelible mark is not removed but they lose their faculties as a priest right so like yeah so you know so they can't I'm hear confessions yeah they can't right. say they mass, can't hear stuff confess. like they that they can't consecrate the bread and wine but um, it's not like they're going to be ordained again if they have to right. go back if they're allowed to come back into the priesthood so um there was a, a very... there was a priest around us a little while ago who um he was actually a priest at my parish who, after serving for a number of years, um, was actually asked to be laicized. So he just lost his faculty. I mean, the, the bishop or the pope or whoever needs to do that. Again, there's there's nuance that I'm not positive about. We'll talk about that more during Holy Orders, the Holy Orders episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can lose your, your faculties as a priest. You're, you're not allowed to do things that priests have the privileges to do. But right. y you don't 
um, you don't lose that mark on your soul. So, so the, like in the, the extreme, um, like situation, like they could do like a baptism. Well, anyone can do okay. a baptism, in an right? Yeah, everyone situation. can, like in extreme cases. But yeah, so like yeah. you said, they lose all their faculties of being a priest, or if they're a deacon or a bishop. Right. As to not, uh, excuse me. As to whether or not they're still a priest, I don't know the actual answer behind that because of the nuance. So, um, um I, I don't want to say something that's yeah, wrong, but right. they they lose their faculties, but not the mark. So, right. Um, again, we'll talk about that more during holy orders. Yes. Right. And then speaking of holy orders, so at holy orders, during the sacrament, the priest, bishop, or deacon receives a marking indicating they are a member of clergy, especially like if you're ordained a bishop or a priest, where you're anointed on your head and hands. You get like the vestments and everything. Yep. That's honestly such a cool part of the ordination is just watching it all is. of it's... the new priests put on their vestments. Oh, man. It's, it's really cool. If, if you guys ever have the opportunity to go to an ordination mass, go oh, to an ordination mass. Even like, so I went to um, a transitional diaconate ordination uh, not too long ago for the diocese. And even seeing them vest, you know, they're going to be future priests within the next year or so. Yeah. So it's, it's still like really cool. Dude, the church is and awesome. The church is. If you're not Catholic, I suggest you become Catholic. I demand it. <laughs> <laughs> Forcing religion, Matthew? Um, hmm. um, eyes emoji, eyes emoji. That's okay. I give you permission. Yeah, Jesus doesn't. Yeah. So. St. <laughs> Ambrose of uh, Milan doesn't. Okay, so unlike sacraments that have indelible marks, sacraments like the Eucharist, reconciliation, anointing of the sick can be received as many times as a Catholic desires. So... Um, anointing of the sick again has nuance. You can't just receive it all of the time. There have to be certain c- circumstances that you have to meet. Um, but you can receive it as many times as you qualify for. So <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but like um, there are certain qualifications you need to meet in order to receive the sacrament of anointing of the sick. So if you're in perfectly good health, there's no reason a priest will come up to you and, and, and like do anointing of the sick. Um, but all of the other, or both of the other two that I mentioned, Eucharist and reconciliation, you can receive that as many times as you'd like, um, as many times as you can, in fact, is what, is what you should do, especially penance. You should receive that as many, actually both of these, that was a stupid thing, especially penance, both of these, you should be receiving Eucharist daily, honestly, um, if possible, be doing it daily. Um, but you need to be doing it at least once a year and that one time has to be during the Easter season. Um, and then otherwise just throughout the year, whenever you can, um, Sundays you have to be going, but, uh, you're not supposed to receive the Eucharist when you're in a state of mortal sin, which is why you need to go to penance. Um, and penance you just receive, you know, whenever you're in, um, regularly, really. So the magisterium says at least once a month, but go as often as you can. I like to go about every two weeks or whenever I'm not in a state of grace. So once a month is actually very loose because you sin way more than you think. And so going to confession is super great because you get to realize the sins that you're committing and you get to fix yourself. Um, If you're in a state of mortal sin, you have to go 
confession. It's the only, um, well, I don't want to say that. You have to go to confession to get that mortal sin off of your soul. It, it Being in a state of mortal sin is a terrible place to be um, because it just totally breaks your relationship with God. So quick overview on sin. Um, Joe, do you want to do this? Sure. <laughs> Joe is not One following along. moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joe got a little lost. Uh, yeah. There are two types of sin. We uh, probably already know what these are. I at least do. Uh, venial and mortal. Venial sin hurts your relationship with God, while mortal breaks your relationship with God. That's not to say that that broken relationship cannot be mended, though. Uh, there's one unforgivable sin, and that is uh, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit which is uh, commonly, uh, to my understanding, just yeah. completely rejecting God, um, really, like having like less than no desire to uh, be close to God. But other than that, um, going to confession can uh, mend your relationship with God. Uh, well, actually, it, it does mend your relationship with God. A venial sin is something Brendan fix your microphone thank you <laughs> <Was it>? <laughs> <laughs> every now and then it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I don't know I, I don't even hear it which is <laughs> I think that was a pretty a- accurate representation of how, how his that voice was sounds. pretty good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I come back and it's all gone. So anyway, anyway, confession will mend your relationship with God. Yes. Um, a venial sin is the less bad category of sinning. Uh, it, an example of that is something like hating your friend uh, or your ex for being a jerk instead of forgiving them. It's hard to forgive people, but it, it is a sin not to. Um, and then uh, a mortal sin would be, you know, killing your friend or your ex uh, instead of forgiving them. <laughs> that that does take a few steps in between hating and killing. Um, I recommend not killing somebody <laughs> for multiple reasons. Um, even if that ex, like, really did you dirty. Um, it, it, it's both... <laughs> illegal and a sin we do not promote murder here on the teenage catholic podcast (laughs) (laughs) disclaimer quick disclaimer um when we're getting canceled in a few months we can Um. point back to this (laughs) (laughs) no we said something good don't do illegal things hey kids crack is whack totally unrelated but anyway um and if you're ever not sure if a sin is a mortal sin There's a strong chance that it is a moral sin, given that you're unsure. But the category uh, is defined by three aspects. One, a moral sin uh, has to contain grave matter. That means um, it is something important, something dire that you've done, like killing somebody. Uh, Full knowledge. You have to know that what you're doing is wrong and then uh, still choose to do it 
if you, why well, I don't really know if there's any situation in which you would not know that killing is wrong. Maybe there's some mental state somewhere that somebody could be in. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and that's why, like, but, obviously there's nuance about all of these. So, like, if you're mentally insane and you're killing somebody, I, I guess that's... So, hmm, I, I'm wondering if that's a difference between full knowledge or deliberate consent. Like, if you're killing somebody and you don't know that you're killing somebody, like... I don't know. If you're thinking you're beating up your like sleep paralysis demon or something like that and it happens to be your <laughs> wife. Um, <laughs> oh, I hate when that happens. <laughs> 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 Darn. So that's like deliberate consent is um Yeah, I don't I don't I I don't know if God God knows if you Yeah didn't mean and or didn't know. If you're ever wondering, ask your priest. Ask your priest is the best advice for any, like go to confession so you can't ask your priest. <laughs> That's so funny. Not again. Not again. <laughs> and then the third point that will constitute mortal sin is deliberate consent. You have to choose to do it. If I, you know, like accidentally in my Nissan Altima run a family of twelve off the road and they all die, if it was an accident, that's not a mortal sin. Yeah, it would not be a good situation to be in. Why do we choose <laughs> why do we choose the most hyperbolic stuff ever? Like Oh no, it's a family of way. twelve people and they're all young children <laughs> with promising futures. <laughs> and I just happened to hit a patch of ice going ninety. <laughs> Only ninety? That's weak. <laughs> and oops, I accidentally just devoned this this minivan. <laughs> <laughs> full Many of 12 people illegally <laughs> sitting on top of each other <laughs> clown car oh my gosh <laughs> oops i didn't mean to just sideswipe that person with my bus <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah so that would make it <laughs> not a mortal sin however I if I don't know is negligence a sin um if you're like putting somebody else at risk like I know it's a crime is it a sin I can't say what's the circumstance so like yeah if I'm probably. negligently speeding <laughs> <laughs> and I hit a patch of ice and <laughs> knock 12 people off of a bridge it's not even a car it's not even a car anymore you're just running 12 people over <laughs> <laughs> only on the teenage catholic podcast <laughs> it certainly today on the teenage catholic consent. podcast <laughs> like uh, i have full knowledge that knocking 12 people <laughs> off a bridge is not not a good thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, but mean? i also didn't consent for it to happen so um yeah if it's an accident it's an like if it's an, ac- if, an it's accident. A, if it's a legitimate accident, if your brakes fail and you hit a patch of ice and then suddenly 12 people are dead on the side of the road, then like, that's not your fault. But if you no, see No, but my brakes fe- didn't fail. But, <laughs> so if you did it on purpose, then yes, it's a mortal <laughs> sin. <laughs> no, I'm just a bad driver. If I'm a woman and I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> he said the thing, he said the thing. Does God just send all women to hell because they can't drive? <laughs> I mean, I think they all killed 12 people at some point. Oh my gosh. 
So this is the last episode. <laughs> All right, guys. Just thank you for watching. Woman NASCAR. How many oh people my would die? All right. So if you did it on purpose, if you're not paying attention to what you're doing and you kill somebody, just pay attention. Uh, I don't know. Ask a priest. Um, we'll <laughs> talk about this more in the penance episode. <laughs> I was not ready for Joe to be planning on like. <laughs> quote accidentally murdering seven people in, in a back alley in brooklyn tonight or something well if i drop my piano out of my apartment <laughs> window, <laughs> if i happen to yeet a piano off of the empire state building and it happens to crush 42 people on the ground below is it really my fault i didn't mean to kill 42 people i just wanted to see what would happen if i Honestly, threw my piano off the empire. there's an argument that gravity killed them not me <laughs> what is this argument what did the piano kill them <laughs> well we'll talk about that more later uh long story short uh if you have mortal sin on your soul you cannot receive certain sacraments such as eucharist what an absolute loop around yeah, uh, getting back on track now. Um, so you should go to confession before you have mortal sin and after you have mortal sin. And I don't know if it's possible to go during your mortal sin. I hope not. Um, I mean, um, I guess you, you should be just... lying to a priest while you're in confession. And then just... That's honestly pretty yeah. humorous. Like, bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been two weeks since my last confession. I haven't I'm... sinned at all, and I just lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> bless me, Father, for... I have sinned. I am currently sinning. <laughs> Please forgive me. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What's that sin? It's like, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been two weeks since my last confession. And what are your sins? I'm fat. <laughs> uh, I just accidentally murdered a family of 12. Oh, and that was a lie. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> just kidding, Father. How goofy. Silly prank. Camera over there. <laughs> goofy ah prank. <laughs> LOL, Keck W. Okay. So, we're going to just continue on because I... <laughs> uh, so, according to Catechism, so... All the sacraments gives us something called grace. So what is grace? Grace is the free and undeserving help that God gives us to respond to his call to become children of God, adopted sons, partakers of the divine life, and eternal life. Uh, so basically, uh, it's a participation in the life of God. I want to really focus on uh, this one part of that definition. The free and undeserving help that God gives us to respond to his call to be uh, children of God. Free and undeserving, right? So after the fall, when we screwed up big time, is you know, we just have to listen. And to who ate the apple? I did. Women. Ah! <laughs> well, it was just one. Women. Du bist eine Frau. You just called me a woman in German. I called you a woman in German. Alright, so, after the fall, you know, God still has a lot for us, right? Like, he said he'd send someone to save us. Who was that guy? Jesus. Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> Bro did not just say that. I think it was that door-to-door -door Billy guy from last week, actually. <laughs> Have you heard our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Wait, no, he asked you if you knew Jesus. 
gosh. Well, uh, that's a good point. We've just descended into madness at this point. Because that's a good point. <laughs> so, God decided to send the Savior, his son. Uh, and the reason why we have uh, why grace uh, is free is because Jesus paid for grace for us on the cross. So like, every time we see a crucifix, we're looking at it. It's not just a visual of Christ's pain and excruciating, uh, excruciating pain. It's not just some dude hanging from a tree, right? It is through the death I mean, of Jesus. I mean, it is a dude hanging on a tree. But not some dude. It's not it's, su- it's not just any it dude. It is the dude. The dude. It, this is you this is the mean? ultimate bro. You know what I mean? Bro had 12 friends. That's crazy. <laughs> Imagine having 12 and then one of them like wasn't a friend anymore, bro. What? And then one of them like wasn't Wait, Mary is my mom. Yes. Mary had yeah. Jesus's friend. Bro had more than 12 friends. Lazarus was one of Jesus's friends. That's true, bro. Had friend. at least thirteen friends. Yeah, dude. This is a friend of mine. No. Maybe once we get to like a million subs, we can read through the Bible and count all of Jesus's friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus is my friend. I have a friend in Jesus. <laughs> uh, but when we look, when it's through the death of Jesus that He made and He gave us the graces needed to be with the Trinity, to be with Mary, the angels and saints in heaven. And grace is undeserving because we really don't deserve it. (laughs) Wow. Like, when you really think about it, like, they sinned against God, right? God could have been done with us. He could have smote us. He could have. Smited, smitten us. We could have been smitten. Oh, he smote a lot of people. He did smote a lot of people with the flood. Yes, but made the world even better of a guy named Jesus. Yeah. Facts. Facts, my brother. So true, my friend. Uh, Right. So, like, imagine you do something really bad to your parents. Like, you told them a Like, you run them off of a bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Accidentally. Accidentally, of course. (laughs) Accidentally. You accidentally do it 12 times. (laughs) (laughs) Not 12 people this time. You run them off the bridge 12 times. Wouldn't it be six times? I can't do that. Come on. It is early in the morning. Okay, 12 yeah, times. All right. You've. Yeah. That's 24 people over the side of the bridge. Womp womp. Oh. Womp womp. <laughs> Did you just say womp womp? Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Does that get picked up on the. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, you, you tell them a lie, and you know that there are consequences for your action, but you still did it for the satisfaction of getting away with something. Now, if your parents found out about this and it spirals into something bad uh, and drastic, the amount of disappointment and shame from your parents would be very, like, unbearable. Like, I might as well just not even show my face around my mom if I did that. Um, oh my gosh, Mrs. Brendan's mom is awesome, though. I'm a perfect angel, so it's okay. Brenny! <laughs> but, you know, like I said, with, with when Adam and Eve, when they sinned, God could have just been done with us and done a whole lot worse. He could have just blew up the earth right there, but he didn't. Um, I mean, he did banish them from his presence, which, you know... 
That's pretty rough. I mean, we have it been unbanished since then. We have been unbanished, so. Hey, Jesus. Um, and through Jesus, he does. So we have that relationship with him again. Uh, and Jesus sees something in all of us. A willingness for redemption. When he encountered the adulterous woman, he didn't cast her out of his presence. He didn't say, get the heck away from me. You're just a sinner. Right? He instead said, go and sin no more. And that is what grace is. That free and undeserving power to go and sin no more. And that is where the sacraments comes into play. We need the sacraments to achieve grace, to be closer to God, to be and to one day be in the heavenly banquet, continual, continually praising our Lord. So Yeah. And yeah. we receive grace every time we receive the sacraments, right? Part of God's life comes to us through the sacraments. Um right. but also, uh, there's lots of different types of grace. So, like, there's sanctifying grace, and there's efficacious grace. There's, like, a whole bunch of different ty- types of grace. Um, maybe we should have an episode on grace. Maybe. But, um, yeah, every time we receive a sacrament, we receive part of God's life. Which goes back to something that Joe had asked earlier about um, why do we need the sacraments? Like, what's the point of them? It's that we can receive part of God's life because we receive grace. Hey. So, got that all out of the way. Yeah. Where are the seven sacraments? Uh, they're broken up into into three categories. Um, we've talked about them throughout the episode. Um, we have sacraments. sacraments of initiation, sacraments of healing, and sacraments of service. Joe, what are the sacraments of initiation? The sacraments of initiation are baptism, holy Eucharist, and confirmation. Baptism. Oh. Oh. Why did you, did you say baptism twice? Because I was going to talk about it oh, after I said it. No, we'll get there later. Brendan, what are the sacraments oh. of healing? B. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, penance and anointing of the sick. Did you say B? Was that the first thing that... Yeah. Okay. And the sacraments of service or sacraments of service to communion are holy orders and matrimony. Um, Yay. So here are just some oversimplified sacraments um, because we're going to go through all of these later. Um, Joe, now you can go ahead and talk about the sacraments of initiation. Oh, thank you for finally allowing me. Yes. So baptism washes away your original sin and gives you the indelible mark that makes us children of God. That is the mark for anybody that like was snoozing 20 minutes ago that uh, does not go away. That one stays there. You can't become unbaptized. Womp womp pagans. Womp womp pagans. Eucharist uh, is when we receive Jesus Christ's body, blood, soul, and divinity in the ordinary form of bread and wine and in the extraordinary form of the body and blood of Christ. You can receive Holy Eucharist as many times as you want. I think up to two times in a day. Two times a day. The second time has to be at Mass. So you can go to like a communion service and then Mass, but you can't go to Mass and then a communion service. I mean, you, you can go, but you can't receive the Eucharist. Um, that has come up for me several times because I'll be playing the organ at like three, four masses a week. Yeah. Well, over the course of two days. But anyway, um, lastly, confirmation is the conclusion of what started at baptism. The indelible mark that we receive at baptism is fulfilled and we are initiated into the Roman Catholic Church. At baptism, uh, for the most part, 
uh, everybody's like a baby. You can be baptized later in life, but a lot of children are baptized. And you don't really know what's going on unless you're like, I don't even think Einstein would know what's going on at that age. Well, Einstein you don't know what's going on. Baptized. We should have baptized Einstein. Oh my gosh. Teenage Bro. Catholic podcast, baptizing Einstein, Einstein's skeleton. Einstein. 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 <laughs> Little Einstein. Um, <laughs> but confirmation is when you have your choice. You're, you're old enough to fully choose for yourself. Yes, I want this. This is where I want my life to go. You commit uh, uh, yourself fully to the church in that moment. Yeah. All right, Brendan, go ahead and take away the sacraments of healing. Sacraments of healing. Reconciliation. We confess our sins to a priest who is in the person of Christ and given the encouragement to sin no more. Anointing of the sick. A priest anoints uh, the sick with special oils while saying special prayers to heal the person physically, mentally, and spiritually. Epic. And the sacraments of service. Yeah. So there are two sacraments of service where we dedicate our lives to God and his will. Um, that's why these are based around discernment a lot of the time, because we need to try to find what God's will for our life is. Because these are two that once you choose one, it's really difficult to choose the other. Um, so holy orders is a three-tiered sacrament from the diaconate to the presbyterate to the episcopate, the deacons, the priests, and the bishops. Um, it allows men to be ordained there as deacons, priests, or bishops, and allows them to serve the church in that capacity. And then holy matrimony is where a man and a woman dedicate their lives to each other and their future family in front of God. So the purpose of marriage, again, procreation, and um, more recently, the idea that, you know, getting your spouse to heaven. Um, so that's the sacraments of service. And um, anything else you guys want to add? I think we covered a lot of it, and we can always go more in depth in future episodes. Yeah, we exactly, will be going yeah. more in depth with each of these individually or as groups. So we'll be doing the Eucharist by itself. Um, definitely, there's right. just so much to talk about with that. But the rest of them, I think, we'll be talking about just in groups of two. Um, so right, baptism yeah. and confirmation will cover reconciliation and anointing of the sick, and then holy orders and matrimony. I don't know. If we could pull together like a 45-minute episode on anointing of the sick, I would be very impressed. <laughs> let's not try that because well, i don't think we can do it i'm sure i can add some content <laughs> yeah all right joe just your, ask like five questions with your funky we'll... questions joe do you have any more random questions to ask us um no not right now <laughs> not right now i'm gonna get a text at like three in the morning tomorrow <laughs> with just <laughs> a random question like edit this into the podcast <clears throat> um all right so this is the part where I tell you all to like and subscribe. Um, you all should like and subscribe. Thank you. No, seriously. Good job. You're good at that. Part. Yeah, right. Thank you. Oh my gosh, you guys don't know how long it took me to prepare for that. I had to take like a few deep breaths. I know you were fine. You were. You're so you, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Um, seriously, guys, go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe, uh, hit the bell for notifications. Anything that you do that helps us with the algorithm. Uh, is, is awesome it helps us a lot we're trying to get out there we're trying to grow this podcast uh, the best thing you can do is those three things the second best thing you can do is share it with your friends the third best thing you can do is pray but really you should do that before you do anything else um, share this with everyone you know your friends your siblings even your enemies that you may hate but you may not kill um, Brendan says no killing. I no killing we do not condone killing on the Teenage Catholic Podcast Brendan says you should share it with your neighbor's cat 
Um, but I don't know why you would do that. Um, uh, share it with your teachers so that... Wow, Brendan is molding right here. Share it with your teachers so that you don't have to listen to the daily lectures. Um, and oh, come on. Would you rather listen to a lecture on mathematics or would you rather listen to an episode or would you rather listen to joe telling us about how he ran 12 people over last night <laughs> no I, I mean like that was a while ago now <laughs> a while ago <laughs> it was it was two nights ago he was <laughs> i can't make that joke uh oh, man. All right. thursday night thursday night wild thursday night. yo oh. wait thursday night i get it it's a funny joke inside it took joke you a little while inside joke moment um, but yeah, seriously, guys, go ahead and hit that hit that like button. Um, subscribe, leave a comment, even if you just say, you know, Matthew, you're so devilishly handsome. Um, that would be really cool. Um, even if you say, Brendan, you need to hit the gym. That would also be really cool. I hit gym. Okay, I did the other day. Bro, probably like walked down Poor the steps. Gym. Oh man, that's definitely. Go <laughs> <a sin>. to <laughs> <laughs> a priest about that one. Yeah, did did you hit him really hard? Like, is it a mortal sin you hit him or? Were you trying to hit him? <laughs> Did you accidentally <laughs> slip down the steps and your hand just managed to like smack him across the face? Or are we talking to hit him with no, a car a full... on the side of a brake? <laughs> <laughs> no, um... Oh no, my brakes accidentally was, I was failed. Forced to. Yeah, so I was forced to. Oh, he was forced to. I was oh. with my other seminarians. We had to do that. Oh, oh, oh it's something that sounds like hazing. Yeah. Hard <laughs> What happens at the uh, seminary stays at the seminary. I'll just say that. Well, apparently not, because you're telling us about it right <laughs> now. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah, guys, seriously, hit that like button. Share it. Uh, again, leave a comment. Tell us what you think. Leave us uh, video ideas. We'll try to reach out to you. We'll try to communi com communicate with you guys. Uh, we appreciate any and all interaction that we get from you. And yeah, go ahead and like that button. Like that button. Yeah, everybody. Go ahead and like okay, that button. We oh man. Alright. <laughs> I'm Matthew. I'm Brendan. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Teenage Catholic Podcast. Deus Volt. God bless you. Thank you. Bye. That's you.